Hi, Kim. We're so glad to have you on Nourish Noshes. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah we sure. were so interested to hear about your story, about this wonky uh, diagnosis that you had and how that completely changed your life in the middle of your life. You're in your 50s and it completely rocked your world. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, yeah, I, I am of a certain age. <laughs> That's how I like to say it now. I'm of a certain age. Um, but I was I was 50 when I just didn't start. I started not feeling well. I mean, super fatigued. And I don't mean tired. I mean fatigued, where it felt like you were walking through deep water every day. Mm. And I worked outside the home at that time in corporate America. And I had to be on the road a lot because I was a sales and marketing director. So I had to drive a lot and I would find myself falling asleep as I was driving. And I, it was, I was thinking, oh my gosh, do I have narcolepsy? Seriously. That's what mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. Cause I was just nodding off. And then my skin started becoming snake-like really not chapped, but scaly. And I'm going, there's something seriously wrong. And I lost, and I'm, I'm a tall, thin person, always have been, have never really had an issue with weight my whole life. And that's a blessing. But I, I lost within 31 days, I lost 33 pounds. Wow. And on my frame, I, I looked skeletal. It, 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 people were saying, what, what are you doing, Kim? Stop losing weight. And I was at the doctor constantly getting all kinds of blood work done. Mm -hmm. And I was initially diagnosed type two. And they, you know, put me on metformin and all the regular stuff that they do for that. And I just kept getting worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't eat. It got to the point where I couldn't eat. And, and you couldn't eat because you had an upset awful. stomach or you couldn't eat because nothing tasted good? Whenever I ate, I didn't get nauseous or sick to my stomach, but it was like my whole body, I became more tired. Oh. It, like your body couldn't process. It was odd. It, yeah. And it's kind of hard to explain how I felt. I, I, I literally, all I wanted to do was sleep. And you couldn't do that when you're working full time, you know? And I started missing an awful lot of work. I mean, a lot of work because mm -hmm. I just, I literally couldn't drag myself to even get showered. And I'm going, is this depression? Oh my goodness. I thought I was losing my mind and that I was doing this all to myself because we all know what stress can do to your body. That's right. And I live with PTSD. So I thought, okay, well, is that kicking in? And I'm not aware of it. Am I losing my mind? What's wrong? Mm -hmm. And you're stressed because you don't feel well. It took, it took the doctors about a year to figure out Oh, you have a lot of diabetes. You don't have type one. You don't have type two. It's the, some people call it 1.5, right? but it's called LADA, L-A-D-A. And there's really no form of like solid treatment for it. And it's a case by case basis. And when they sent it to the endo and he said, she's got this, we're treating her completely wrong. And then I immediately had to go on insulin. So now I am insulin dependent. I have to take four shots a day and I, it's two different kinds of insulin. I had to literally change my entire life. I had to change how I looked at food, how I thought about food, 
how I ate food, what I ate, and when I ate. And you have to change your entire life around your insulin pens. And that I was, I was so happy that they finally figured out what was going on. And I slowly started, oh, I also was losing all kinds of hair. That was another one. It was, it was just an awful, awful year. And I slowly started feeling better. And I noticed that my hair wasn't thinning anymore and it was actually getting thicker and the scaliness went away and I started gaining a little bit of weight back and looking more healthy. But it's been such a roller coaster because it's a day by day thing. Literally, it's a day by day thing. I might be in the 300s all day one day for my sugar numbers. Oh, I'm sorry. As I say that, my... uh. Your numbers. My alarm is going off. Yes. My sugar alarm's going off. How appropriate. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. yeah. I, I I apologize. No, um, that's a, it's, it's, it's so, so literally that's all I have a sensor. They yeah. they got me a sensor. So I have a sensor in my arm now because I fluctuate. So obviously it's dropping low. That's what it's telling me. It's dropping low right now. Well, we could take a pause. You need to go get something. something? No, I'm good. I, I I literally just wolfed down something before I got on here. It just hasn't caught up yet. Right. Okay. <laughs> it takes about 15 minutes, you know, and it's just, it's been a, it's been a journey and to, you know, you have a sensor in your arm and you have to make sure you have your phone on you at all times. And if you leave the house, you got to make sure you have your insulin pens with you and your glucometer with you and traveling is, interesting when you have to carry all of that stuff with you and I just it changed my entire life of course I'm still getting used to it mm -hmm. right right but I'm thankful very very thankful that they figured out what it is right you know and now okay now we know what it is there's a name for it let's see how we can live with this the best that we can because it's it's with, you know, it's with me for life now. And I, I just say, I've got a wonky pancreas that just says poop on you. I don't feel like working today. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. so I, I, I regularly argue, argue with my pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> that you probably were not even aware of before this, you know, something you don't think about. Well, no, no, I literally didn't. I didn't know what a pancreas did. Yeah. But well, why would you? Why would you, why that wasn't ever a focus of mine on a day-to-day -day basis prior to all of this, right. you know, but. Well, and that's, what's so interesting about food and taking care of ourselves. So many things are automatically happening in our body that we don't pay attention to, that we don't know that are really magical and mystical things that are happening until it goes wonky. And then we have all eyes and radar on it. And so often we're walking through life and things are happening, we're feeling a little bit off, but because it's like these little tiny paper cuts over time, we don't really realize how we're degrading. So with this disease, did it, was it, it sounded like it happened kind of like an overnight for you. Is that true? It, no, it, it was going on for about a year before it was figured out what it was. Right, but how, but your symptoms, how quickly, it was a slow progression. That fatigue kicked in first. Okay. I'm like, why am I so tired? So I was like, you got to check my thyroid because my, my sister had thyroid cancer. 
So I'm like, please check my thyroid. And they checked every, all this blood work. And they're like, you know, you're fine, fine, fine. Your A1C is a little elevated, but we're not concerned about that right now. You know, just tweak your diet. So, but then I started the, the weird skin and my hair falling out. And then that weight. So this was months. And again, living with PTSD over the years, I have found that like when, when I have... When those triggers start happening right. or the sleepless nights start happening and the nightmares come back for seemingly no reason, um, I will be stressed and tensed, you know, shoulders up and my face starts hurting because I'm gritting my teeth all the time. You don't realize it. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm stressing myself out and I'm making myself ill. That's what I thought. Right. And my doctors, knowing my background, looked at that too first. Right. Which I understand, but then it just kept getting worse. I'm going, you guys have to figure this out because this is awful. And Mm -hmm. I had to take a leave of absence from my job because I literally couldn't work. Mm. I couldn't function. It was not fun. It was not a fun time. And it, so that was about, it it was like over a a period of about 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they did put me on insulin, but then, you know, metformin, you know, diet. Yeah. You're diabetic. I'm like, why? Cause everybody thinks when you think diabetes overweight and overeating, right. That's just like the stereotype, right? I've never been overweight and I actually have to remind myself to eat. I'm not a stress eater or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I have to, and I've just been one of those people. I have to, I'll be like, Oh my goodness, it's two o'clock. I should have ate lunch. I better grab a sandwich. You know, prior, prior to this diagnosis, that's how I was. Right, right. Um, but now everything is very regimented and on a schedule and all of that. But Sorry. <laughs> so I'm curious about your mindset around, around food, around eating, around your, mm-hmm. your wellness now. Like, tell, I'd love to hear about how that has shifted. I mean, I'm sure it's continuing to shift. It's not something that just shifted and now it's in the new place. You're probably it's an ongoing transition mm-hmm. into the new Kim. And so I'm, I'm curious about that. Tell me some of your insight on that. I was very depressed. I became very depressed. Yeah. Um, right. I was sad and depressed thinking, well, now I have to change my whole life. I can't eat. And this is how the the beginning stages. Yep. I can't eat anything. I like, I have to eat all this stuff that has no taste and I'm not supposed to eat anything white, you know? So (laughs) it seemed like it was overwhelming because all this information, the doc, they, they assigned me four people. So I had a four piece person team that I had to talk to once a week for months and months. Oh, wow. Months and months because it was so out of control and it was just frustrating. I was frustrated, sad, and depressed actually. But then I started, I'm like, okay, Kim, pull up your big girl panties. Mm -hmm. This, this is, this is your life now. So what's the point in being angry? You can't change it. So sit down (laughs) and figure out what it is you're going to do. So, you know, obviously listen to the doctors and the, and the nutritionist, but then also you got to listen to your own self and you have to be happy eating. I don't want to sit there and be like, okay, I just, I'll eat this. I'll eat, you know, 
yeah. broccoli and beans. Right, right, right. You know, how incredibly boring. So I just, I started, you know, getting online and finding different recipes and uh, different diabetic type things and kind of mixing and matching all of these different things from these different diets and finding what works for me, what still tastes good and what I still can enjoy only in very tiny portions because mm-hmm. I love cookies. <laughs> love them. <laughs> yeah. And I used to, would just grab two or three and, you know, eat them as I'm walking out to the car to go to work. Right. You know, well, I can't do that because even one cookie makes my sugar go screaming. Wow. So I have to be very careful. So even with sweet stuff, I've changed, you know, from like milk chocolate to dark chocolate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, okay. And that's a special treat. So, you know, that, you know, that Ghirardelli chocolate with like the raspberry stuff in the middle of the square. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I will get those, but I'll have one square and just kind of nibble at it, uh-huh, take see. a couple nibbles and then wrap wrap it up in its tiny little package and put it back on top of the fridge and go, okay, that was awesome. Now mm. pretend that you don't want to eat the rest of it. <laughs> you know? yeah. So you can learn. Yeah. And it is a day-to-day thing. Like you said, it, it is definitely, uh, it's a day-to-day thing. So today, today I'm craving pizza since mm. I woke up. I'm like, I really want pizza. Should I have pizza? No. Will I have some? Probably. <laughs> right. You know, but I have different kinds of pizzas and most of them have all all veggies and stuff, or I doctor them up Mm -hmm. with veggies and all kinds of the good stuff. And I'll just have one piece as opposed to the two or three that I would prefer. Right. Right. Because if I have more than that one small piece within an hour, my sugar's screaming high an hour after that, it plummets. Right. It just drops. Right. So my phone alarm just continues to go off all day. And that's, that's actually frustrating too. Cause you're going, I didn't do anything wrong. I ate everything I was supposed to eat. Why is this alarm? Why am I dropping so much? Yeah. It's um, you really do have to change your mindset to not become frustrated and depressed every single day. Right. 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 Totally new approach with food. And it's, hard to say but so so much so many people aren't paying attention to their body at all until they get the alarm has so you used to eat two or three slices of pizza and two or three cookies you know running out to the car what what else has changed in your mindset and your habits that have been of service in looking to handle this? Well, one of the main things is because I am of a certain age and having diabetes and being a female in her fifties is not great for your heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could have a heart attack. I could go into a sugar coma. I could pass out if my sugar drops, I'm walking through the store and if it plummets so far and I can't put something in my mouth, I can pass out. Mm -hmm. So that's actually scary to think about. Um, There's been two times where it, I was not home and it dropped so fast. 
I was in the store the one time and it dropped so fast. I was leaning on my cart and I just grabbed whatever I could off the shelf, opened it and started shoving it in my mouth. My phone alarms going off. People are looking at me. I'm sweating because I pour down sweat when it drops. And that was, that was scary. I had to sit in my car. Once I got out there, I had to sit there for a good 10 minutes Mm -hmm. before my hands stopped shaking and I stopped sweating and kept checking my sugar to, you know, see if it was, and it was starting to creep up slowly. Um, so those, those types of things, the fright, you've got the frightening aspect of it. Right. Um, and you never know with, with the type I have and with me, cause it's, it's different for everybody. Um, it's not fun trying to get used to fear. Mm. Because I I prefer to not have fear land. I prefer to have it bounce. So if I feel that coming, and it is scary when it happens. And I live on my own. It's me and my dog. So there's that worry, that little nugget of worry, mm -hmm. because sometimes it'll drop while I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. Right. And until I had this sensor a big blessing my dog would come and nudge me jump up in bed start nudging me and I'm like why are you waking me up wow. and then I would sit up on the edge of the bed and I'd be going oh oh I'm dizzy oh my gosh what's going on so I'd hurry up and check my you know prick my finger I'm going oh my goodness my dog's not trained for that it, it just so they, happened that he yeah yeah they've got something sense. and yeah. Yeah, and they say that dogs can smell right, right. Yes, when your yes. sugar drops because yep. you start to smell a little sweeter or something. Yep. Yeah, um, but he's not trained for that. And I, I told my doctor, I said, "You have to get me the sensor. My dog's not trained for that." And I go, and he's done this for me twice, woken me wow. up out of a dead sleep. Yeah, that's so amazing. you know, yes, the whole your whole entire life changes. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember your question. I'm just rambling. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with that. <laughs> you, you've answered it. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> because of this fear connecting you to so close to death, I'll, I'll, I'll use the word mortality. Right? Yeah. Your, yeah. Your, your mortality. Has it changed how you approach life or doing things differently, reading different? But like, where's your attitude? Where's your I, Yes, it has. I have, I have tightened my circle. Yes. Yeah. Um, and some were happy and some weren't, and that's okay. Yep. Yes. Because at this point in my life and, and, and I, it even still sounds selfish, but I have to make it about me. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been married and raised a daughter. She's in her thirties now. And I've given and given and given and given. And now I realize, you know what? In order to take care of myself physically, I also have to really focus on mentally because it's all part and package. You know, it all goes together. You guys know that. Um, I wish more people did. I wish more people did realize that. They, they might be a little happier. Um, well, and that's why you have a podcast. And that's why we have a podcast is to help people feel better. Right, right. right. To get like that them. word out there. Toss those little nuggets of hope out there. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. That is right. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, the whole the whole mindset on every aspect of my life. So I had I tightened my circle. I I don't accept drama mm-hmm. of any sort mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very firm on that. Very so you firm. created new boundaries. Yes, new boundaries. And um I listen. I, I do read things. <clears throat> I read different things than I used to. I do watch television it, when I watch television. I very rarely watch television anymore. But when I do, it's it's mellow, feel good stuff, you know, and I enjoy nature and adore my dog. So I am outside whenever I can be, no matter the weather with my dog. And so walking, I walk a couple miles a day with my dog. I live in the country. So we're always out in the fields in the woods and things like that. I read a lot. I started crocheting. Nice. Um, you know, just different things like that, that keeps me busy or gets my mind elsewhere. So I'm not sitting there going, oh my goodness, that was a really tough day. My sugar dropped like four times because it's exhausting when it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, about an hour afterwards, you, you just want to lay down. Yeah, right. And uh, I, when all of this happened, I did end up losing my job. Mm-hmm. Um, the pandemic also hit too at the same time. So it was just Ooh, a, wow. you know, That's it was cool. just, a, it was a ball of beauty. I yeah. tell you. Um, so I just decided that at that point too, that was another big shift in my life. I said, I, I, I'm not sending out resumes. I'm not going back to corporate America. I'm going to make something happen. And it's a huge, huge risk, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So that was a big decision that, that friends and family were, you know, I got a lot of pushback and that's okay too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, you know, I had to do what's do what's right for me. And so going close to three years now, I made it happen. Mm-hmm. It was bumpy. The whole road's been bumpy, but wow, did I learn a lot and it's been super fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a brand new ride. It is. <laughs> it is. So, you know, I, I, I'm maintaining, I'm, you know, and I'm slowly, I, I tell people are like, well, oh my gosh, it's been almost three years. And I'm like, do you have any idea? Have you ever tried your own business or did your own thing? Then, then don't put a, a ruler up to how you think I should be doing because that's not your business. Right. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Right. And if I'm not going as fast as you think I should be, I quite honestly, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just being honest. It's not being mean or negative. Right. But I can't let other people tell me how they think I should be doing my life. That doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. So it took a long time to realize that too, because when you're, you know, a wife, a mom, you're constantly giving, giving, giving. And then all of a sudden it's you, you got the empty nest and it's you. You're going, Oh, who actually am I? Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, this whole, health thing comes and you're like, Oh, who am I now? Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of shifting and I'm, I'm just thankful that I do have in my circle, they're, they're wonderful people. And I, I have a very strong willpower and I'm stubborn and persistent. <laughs> yeah. So it, my mindset is this isn't going to get me. 
it might get it might knock me down for 10 minutes but be darned if i'm letting this take me down any longer than that right so that's kind of how i'm stubborn (laughs) i have a question for you sure Um, being of a certain age as we are that's right (laughs) we are yay that's right we i imagine that you also went through the change of maybe you did of menopause around the same time was that is that true no, it was about a year prior to all of this happening. I had to have a full hysterectomy. Oh, so I'm wondering if that was somewhat, I mean, I'm sure on some level. I asked them. Yeah. I asked them. I said, does is that have something to do? Um, but I still have one ovary left. They left that one little guy hanging out in there. Um, so I didn't ever have to go on hormones or right. anything like that. Um, and I never really experienced symptoms of menopause or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So okay. it was... Yeah, yeah it was it was another weird thing that they were looking at. Yeah. I, and I'm sure there's some level of connection there. Hormones are everything. You know, there was probably something triggered something else hormonally. Be- oh, I'm sure. You know that. So that's, you know, and I didn't even know, I didn't even realize that insulin is a hormone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you didn't need to know before. No, I think you needed to know before, and now here, here you are. It sounds like um, you're a huge advocate for yourself, and realize that you had to take full responsibility for yourself, which a lot of people don't get who think they're walking around feeling okay. <laughs> you know, we are responsible for ourselves, and I think we need to keep putting that message out there that feeling and being healthy is our own personal responsibility. And right. we need to make time and investments. And I also just want to reflect that you you were talking about finding things that nourished you, your dog, the outdoors, the crocheting, you know, we being you're being fed by all these other wonderful things in your life. Um, and like you said in the very beginning, it's all connected. Yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm an author. So I have found that I'm writing a lot more too. Mm. And I like how you, you, excuse me. Tell us the name of your book. I have numerous books, um, but the most recent one is called when hope found me. Ah, all right. It's a, it's a collaborative effort. It's an anthology and I'm the, the next one that's going to come out in April is called Paw Prints on the Couch. All right. Oh, great. So, so we're going to provide links to, I imagine you have a website where we, people can get, get hold of these books. So good. Yes. We'll have that on our, on Please. our podcast page. Yeah. So. yeah. I started it. That's, that's something I started putting a lot more effort into yeah. when I found myself at home full time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And decided to make my own thing happen. So that's what I started doing, coordinating anthologies, writing my own books, starting a podcast. And yeah. I have a little, a uh, little TV show. So with every hardship, there are gifts. And perhaps perhaps the universe provided this this for you, this gift of this wonky diabetes in order for you to create and have what you're learning to have now. You know, it's sort of, you know, we're given, life gives us things and it's sort of that whole saying is like, you know, gives you a lemon and you make lemonade kind of thing. So you're making lemonade right now. Right. You know, when I look back and I, I always envision, I'm a very visual person, so I'm always getting little pictures in my head. But if I look back, I, I look at it like a, a path with stepping stones. 
-hmm. And when you're seemingly thrust into this, but then when you have hindsight, you know, six months down the road, you can turn and look back and see how those stepping stones were weaving. And then maybe one was underwater for a little bit, but then it came up out of that puddle on the other side. You know, you can see how that path was laid out and why. And another analogy is that I've been using lately is you get this, this hallway of doors mm -hmm. and it might feel like life is just slamming all these doors in your face. Mm -hmm. Well, let them close, let them close because they're meant to close. They're, they're closing for a reason, but if you just keep your eyes open, quit looking down and being all boo-hoo, woe is me. Don't play the woe is me card. There's a warrior in every single person. Don't play the woe is me card. It's super easy to do, but dig down in there and just pull that little warrior voice out and say, all right, I'm going to lift up my head, lift up my eyes. I'm looking down this dang hallway. So all these doors are shut, but oh my goodness, look at that one. It's cracked open. Look at that one down there. Ooh, there's light coming through. So walk tall and proud down there, sweet pea. Peek in that door and say, ah, yeah. ah. Maybe that's where I'm supposed to go, you know? So look at it as a hallway. Just let the door shut. Yeah. Let them like shut. Yes. Because if they're, they're shutting for a reason. Yeah. You're just, you're entering into a different season. Yeah. You know, and it's too easy. It's too easy to let yourself become depressed, go into that dark spot. It's way too easy. It is. And once you're there, it becomes very easy to stay there. Oh, yeah. Yep. You don't want to, there's, there's too many colors. There's too many colors out there. To That's see right. You. That's right. You know, so don't let that dark black and gray envelope you or envelop you. <laughs> however you like to pronounce the word. There's all kinds of colors out there. Keep your eyes open and your heart open. And there's little hope nuggets everywhere, everywhere, Absolutely. no matter what situation you're in. And, and, and I'm not downplaying any situation that someone's in. I mean, I have dear friends that are just going through amazingly tough things right now, but there's always, there's always a nugget of hope somewhere. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> there's always a nugget of hope somewhere, no matter how poopy your day might feel, or you think that your life has just turned to poop. Maybe it has, but get a shovel. That's right. That's right. You know, there's little, there's little nuggets of hope everywhere. That's yeah. right. And you got to keep moving forward. Got to keep Absolutely. Kim, yes. tell everybody where, where they can find all this rich content that you have, your website. Tell our listeners about yeah, it. Yeah, it's the best place is just to hop on my website, which is my name. It's kimlanglingauthor.com. And I'm assuming you guys will have that typed out. Or, yes. or would you like me to spell it? <laughs> spell it in case someone's just listening yeah okay <laughs> so it's kim langling k-i-m-l-e-n-g-l-i-n-g author.com and all my stuff is on there you can see what i'm doing what i've done and what i've got coming up in the future excellent we've so enjoyed uh speaking with you and your energy and love how you've bounced back and you've really you know you're, you're taking a really tough situation and you're turning your life into something much more rich and beautiful right thank you and i appreciate you having me on the show it was an absolute pleasure
It was absolutely our, a pleasure. pleasure. We love your resiliency and your positive attitude about, you know, it's life throws a bunch of stuff at us and it's our choice what we do with it. And you That's demonstrated right. a beautiful little vignette of how you could you could present these things. So I love it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.